Yes, uh, I'm back from the dead. You're back with Enlightenment Radio. Here in the Ukraine, it's probably 6 o'clock. Rush hour, driving by those, dodging those potholes from the missiles. Well, they're dodging them in Israel, too. And took a week off. I needed it. Felt good. Everybody should take a week off from wars, from everything. Just have a little peace. My gosh. So today, Ukraine, it's uh, 11 o'clock here in the USA. It's a little bit cooler here. More blankets went on last night, and I tried to find a weather report for Ukraine. I know. I'll just say it's cold. (laughs) This is your cold part of your year. I don't know how cold it was in Ukraine. So we're going to find out what your temperature is, and we're going to have a little bit of news about this HROZ city in Ukraine that was blindsided by Russia yesterday. 52 people killed. So when I get back, uh, let's just play that news right now. It's, uh, it was devastating to, uh, let's do it. Closer look at today's developments in Ukraine. I want to bring in Cedric Leighton. He's a CNN military analyst and a retired U.S. Air Force colonel, a well-known face here on the show. Cedric, great to have you back on the show. I mean, your reaction, first of all, I'm sure you were hearing Fred Plykin there to that attack in Horosa. I mean, 40 kilometers from the front line, not a military target. That is clear. Yeah, that's absolutely clear, Issa. And the key thing to remember when the, when you look at something like this, this is part of a pattern of Russian attacks. They attack the civilian infrastructure. Uh, they are obviously looking at things that they can get at that are fairly near the front lines, but they're also going deeper than that. But in this particular case, the attack against Rosa, that is a indicative of the kinds of things that the Russians are planning. They're using missiles that are disproportionate in terms of their size, in terms of their weight and even their range and, of course, their their warheads. And they're using those missiles in a way that, uh, first of all, they were not designed to be used, but they're using them as terror weapons. And that is exactly what we're seeing here. So, Colonel, if you're a general right now, given everything we've just seen in Horosa, in Kharkiv, what we're hearing from the United States, if you're a, a general right now leading your soldiers on that long front line, and you hear that your biggest military con- contributor, the United States, may pull out because of political wrangling in the U.S. House of Representatives. How then, Colonel, do you plan, do you plan for a winter counteroffensive? Yeah, what you end up doing is you end up saving your resources as much as you possibly can. One thing that you might try to do is to achieve some kind of a breakthrough so that uh, when it comes to the police, political aspects, uh, that you then have the possibility of at least demonstrating the fact that you are using the aid money that you've already received in a wise and effective fashion. Uh, That's one thing you can do, but uh, if you do that, you also need to conserve the resources that you have. So it's a matter of balancing everything that you have there, and it's a very difficult choice for the generals on the ground uh, to make at this point. And conserving, I'm guessing, artillery 
uh, because that's a huge concern. Weapon will be a concern. I mean, how much do you hold back, right? And when you're trying to push in that counteroffensive that we've seen and trying to push in the, in, the, in the south, but also as we've been seeing with Fred in the east. I mean, we've heard from NATO and British officials this week warning the ammunition stock at bottom of the barrel. This is a lot of certainty, uncertainty, I should say. It is a lot of uncertainty, and you know, one of the things to look at also is some of the attacks that the Ukrainians have made that have gone beyond the front lines, especially the attacks on Crimea, have been pretty effective, and more attacks like that, where in this particular case, they've been able to move the Russian Black Sea fleet, in essence, force them out of Sevastopol. That is a major achievement that we really haven't focused on as much as we perhaps should, uh, but that's one aspect, so from a strategic standpoint, that's very effective. On the other hand, though, you also have to defend your civilian population, and that's the dilemma facing the Ukrainians. They don't have enough weapons to do both effectively at the same time, and that's the difficulty that they're facing right now, you say. Well, that's an American assessment of what happened at Rosa. I uh, sympathize with that. It says one out of six of uh, population there was killed. Now, who's the terrorist? They're all talking about the terrorists in Israel. There's no bigger terrorist in the world right now than Vladimir Putin. There is none. He's the biggest terrorist. He's the top dog. Look on your website, Ukraine, theheartofhope.com. You'll see uh, Dr. Evil and Mini-Me. We've, we've been telling you this, telling our audiences, he's the number one evil in the world. He just kills people. He's killed thousands of people at random. So they're talking about, what, a couple thousand, couple hundred, I, I don't know. It's horrible what's going on in Israel, but it's horrible what's going on in the Ukraine. You've got an evil terrorist who should be at the tribunal at the Hague for war crimes. These are war crimes when you attack villages, attack people, attack civilians, attack their hospitals. Those are war crimes. I'm not familiar with this Haraza. But I'm going to play one more news story from there. I'm sorry for the low-sounding voice, but when we go to YouTube or a video, it's a little bit lower, but pick up your ears. This is a, this is a big story today. Yep, she's not, I don't have any sound on her. Thank you. Including one young boy. Today, my team and I are in the northeastern village of Poza where yesterday a suspected Russian missile struck a grocery store in Cafe, killing at least 52 people, including one young boy. We arrived on the scene this morning around 6 a.m. and met several locals who had assisted in the rescue operation. Yeah, that's a real threat to society. A grocery store, a mother and a, a young child, that's a real threat to Russia. Yesterday, even today, more than 24 hours later, Rescue workers are continuing to shift through the rubble to look for human remains using search and rescue dogs. I'm currently at the cemetery where there is not enough space to bury the dead. This is a very small village and so many people were killed in a single incident that today excavators and other emergency workers are clearing trees, bushes, leveling the ground in order to accommodate what will be dozens of graves. The flag blowing in the wind behind me, the Ukrainian flag, is the grave of the soldier who was being reburied yesterday after his remains were transferred to his hometown. The strike targeted the reception after his funeral service in the cemetery here, and many of the people... 
people who were killed yesterday are actually his relatives who were killed while grieving him. Every single person I spoke to today was resolute that this was not a coincidence and that a local must have tipped off the Russian military that there would be a large gathering. It remains unclear what the objective was in killing so many civilians when locals say that very few military were even present for the funeral. While we were standing here earlier with a grieving family, we heard and saw two more incoming strikes. Just nearby, I saw flash and bang in the sky and large explosions. Um, we couldn't tell exactly what was hit, but it's believed to be in the neighboring town. Closest major city, Kharkiv, was hit this morning. At least one child is dead and more than a dozen other people are wounded. It appears the Russians are increasing their attacks on this northeastern corner of Ukraine, while Ukrainian forces continue to focus their fight largely in the south. That is a horrific story. To me, that's the story of the day. And there's no, there's no excuse for that. I'm, I'm going to say it again. You can tinkle and bling all you want news, but this war in Ukraine, this Vladimir Putin, he's got to go. I mean, he's the number one terrorist in the world. They call the axis of evil uh, Iran, South Korea, what was the other one? Axis of evil at the time, Afghanistan, and something else. They didn't name Russia. They didn't name Putin. He's been doing this for years. I'll be back. By the way, it's 34 degrees in Ukraine. Expected high today. What is expected high?
Jackson Brown, popular song for me, Lives in the Bounce. I just love the opening. When uh, a company's drift, a country is drifting to war in a nation, they don't even know where it is. That's what America's been doing for years. Russia's been doing it. They lost out in Afghanistan. We lost out in Afghanistan. Now, what is, what is, what is Putin thinking? He's 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 out looking for weapons. That's why he got together with Doctor Evil. Now he's many me, and many me. Okay, so it's 34 degrees in Ukraine. That's what we woke up with about 44. Your high today is going to be 67. So we'll try to keep you up on the weather. Tuesday's 52, 56, 70. You're not in your winter season yet, I guess. It's getting there. So get those warm clothes going. Here in the U.S., we have had a range of cold weather, but it's been a range of about 40s in the evening. And it uh, gets up at the 70 in the afternoon. So you got to wear three times, three layers of clothes, whatever you do. So, well, I took off a week. I uh, I don't remember what day I last spoke to you, um, but I did take a week off. I had the COVID, but I didn't have it during my week off. But I just felt weak. You know, that weakness and the... Uh, Lightheaded, airy-headed feeling. That was going on with me. So, what do you know? And uh, it's a uh, problematic thing when uh, the fatigue sets in. You know, you, you just sit there and you feel, oh, I'm ready to go. I'm back. And next thing you know, you're, oh, Wanted to lay down, take a nap. But that's still going around. Uh, that was round four for me. You know, in my, I'm going around bragging. I've had COVID. I'm not going to get it again. They told me in my uh, biology class, once you get something like a virus like that, you don't get it again, like the mumps or the measles. You know, you don't get it again. Whoops. I got it again. I got it the first time. That first year, I went all year without it. Then in December... I ran an Airbnb. My tenants got it. I was bragging about not getting it. And all of a sudden, right at the end of the year, right around Christmas time, I had to cancel my Christmas trip to see my family in California. So it's around. They told me I couldn't get I can't get it again. I've already had it. That's what I was telling everybody. So Father's Day this year, last year, got it. It was a Father's Day this year. I don't know. I'm a, that was my fourth time now. I don't know how I got it. Probably this co-producer sitting next to me. <laughs> no, he he ran out of when I tested positive. He ran out of here like a, <laughs> a mad dog. Okay. So anyway, it's nothing to laugh about, really. Some people, older people, people that have other problems, they suffer uh, death from it, and you know. But it doesn't rise above the normal death rate around the world. It hasn't done it since COVID's been out. The death rate has not risen above the normal deathly year rate. So take your poison, flu, influenza, 
cold, cancer. It's a spiritual battle, people. We are human beings in a spiritual battle. So who runs this world? Whether you believe in the, let's just call him a dark force or the adversary. Because some people, when you say the word devil, they just shut the radio off. <laughs> but he's the God and ruler of this world, and it's a corrupt world. It's a dark world. Everybody thinks the world is in God's hands. He created it. He gave it to Adam and Eve to run it. And Adam blew it and turned over the domain to Satan. So there's darkness out there. I mean, how do you explain you can't explain a God who would create a world that has earthquakes and floods and tornadoes and who in the heck invented mosquitoes causes millions to die from malaria. This is not God. All that death doesn't come from God. I'm just saying that. It comes from the dark forces of the adversary. We just live in a dark, corrupt world, and it's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. We're promised a new heaven and a new earth, okay? That's all I can promise you. I believe it. Because you can read the scriptures and all the prophecies have come to pass. Except the ones that are still yet to come to pass. But the ones that are all predicted, the Messiah would come and redeem his people. The mystery we teach. If you go to the mysticalvoyage.com, you can read my book, Christ in a Mystery, a mystical approach to conscious enlightenment out of the scriptures. And when you read that book, you realize we live in an age of grace. We passed on from the Gospels. The four Gospels are not our Gospel. The Gospel is the mystery. There was no grace in the four Gospels. There was no grace before in the old law. So the law came to an end. Christ is the end of the law. You don't work for your righteousness of God, nor was the four Gospels. You could not get born again in the four Gospels. It happened on the day of Pentecost and beyond when Jesus Christ said the kingdom of heaven is coming. You notice after the day of Pentecost, they never preached or expounded the kingdom of heaven is coming because it came on the day of Pentecost. The heavens were open and the spiritual domain was open to all mankind. If you are truly seeking eternal life and how to overcome death, then you will read the scriptures. And you will see that Jesus Christ is the only living human being who died and is alive today. So, I know a lot of people think the dead are alive. I'm not going to go there. But what it does happen. Sorry for the interruption. Gaia of wisdom. I hope I have that live. No. I know when I go over to the, uh, I can play this. A little uh, Eastern music. To calm our nerves, to calm our, to calm our minds and make our thoughts think thoughts of beyond daily living. We have to transcend this world, people. We're in a spiritual battle. 
we have to transcend the world, which is corrupt and it's dark. But there are light things. There's waterfalls. There's trees. There's oceans. There's all beauty around the world. It's beautiful world. You just have to take a different perspective. But I know. I. How can I sit there and tell you how to live a life of shining and positiveness when you are in the middle of this horrible, horrific situation in the Ukraine? I don't know. I can't wrap my head around how you get by with this. But I have some fan mail. I have some mail that I talk with some people, especially women. And they're selling their belongings. They're doing whatever it takes to help their families. You are so family-oriented there. I mean, they've, they've, they've been in a free country, and they've come back to the Ukraine to help their families. They've, they've taken the chance to come back and help their families. Some of them have helped their families get out of the Ukraine. I know there's a long line there, but they won't let the men out. They just won't do it. Back in a minute. You are tuned to Enlightenment Radio, home of the ultimate knowledge of body, soul, and spirit, and unlimited music 24-7. and visit our website at enlightenment-radio.com. There you can journey through the mystical voids and also view our schedule of programming. Thank you for listening.
Well, that's the sounds of uh, this uh, variety of music along the lines of Guy Sweeney's and Eastern music from India. So, don't have any Ukrainian music queued up. It's uh, 10.38 here in the U.S. That means it's 6.38 there in the Ukraine. How's your ride home? I know... Well, they said that they, the cemetery did not have enough room for the people that were killed yesterday. It was that small of a village. I, I just can't wrap my hand, head around that story. Why do you, what, you know, they call it the uh, bling or rattling the jewelry or rattling the... This thing that's going on in the Ukraine and the longer the United States... You know, we had war fatigue. We had a horrible 15-year period of stupidity in Iraq and Afghanistan. And Americans were sick of it. Nothing came out of it. Oh, we're going to get oil. Oh, we're going to get a democracy. Oh, we're going to get this. Afghanistan, the same way. Oh, the women can go to schools now. The women are looking to build schools for the women. We are back to square one with those countries. They're in the Stone Age. They're living in right in the Dark Ages. So is Iran. And we are up supporting Iran. So we've got some corrupt people here who are supporting one of the world's leading contributors to world terrorism is Iran. They supplied all those rockets, all that money, all that all that effort into Hezbollah and Hamas and all of those devils, devils in the dust. Well, if this song doesn't play loud enough, <clears throat> but I love Devils in the Dust by Bruce Springsteen. I'll find it here in a minute. See, I don't have my my computer with all my music is in the shop. I'll confess that to you. <laughs> That's my glitch today is finding live music. So I'll be honest. Let's find some Bruce. There it is. Secret Garden. Where's the stranger? I can have to go to... Uh, I'll have to go to uh, Devils in the Dust. Probably to YouTube to play it. Great song, Devils in the Dust. Here's what I'll do. If you'll give me another break, I'll find it, and I'll put it on so we can hear it louder. And uh, bear with me. You are in tune to Enlightenment Radio, home of the ultimate knowledge of body soul and spirit and unlimited music 24 7 site at enlightenment-radio.com. There you can journey through the mystical voids and also view our schedule of programming. Thank you for listening.
Well, everybody knows the captains of each country. <laughs> oh, whoa. The captains of each country have been lying to us. They've been telling us everything is great. Everything's going to work out. The captain lied. The boat is sinking. The world is in turmoil. The captains lie. We got on our Ukraine, the heart of hope. I want you to look up under the word culpable. Who's culpable in your war? Because they're not doing anything about this 40,000 children, this child abductor, Dr. Evil, Putin, war crime, red flag, war crime, people. Hey, uh, Macron of France, you're culpable if you don't do anything about it. That means you are as guilty as Putin for stealing and trafficking those children. They're not adopting them out to nice homes. They're trafficking these children. These parents can't sleep at night. Macron, Trudeau of Canada, you're culpable. You news broadcasters, you're under that word culpable on your website. We list all these people, probably not enough. World leaders, Biden, you are culpable in this child trafficking. You're all culpable if you don't do anything about the man, the terrorist, the lead terrorist in the world, Vladimir Putin, is stealing children. Now he's over dealing with another evil, Kim Jong-un, mini-me, for weapons. So he, if we... We forced, why didn't we prevent him from having this meeting to get more weapons? We're just letting him get away with this crap. Well, it's good to be king for one day. Let's try to do it. Just try to be king for one day. God is a new heaven and a new earth waiting for us. That's our hope. In the Bible, when you see the word hope, that's our hope. Hope is something that you can Look forward to, you can't believe it, to bring it to pass. Believing, you can bring things to pass. But our hope, we cannot bring the Lord's return by believing for it. It will happen in God's time. It's good to be king. Thanks for listening to Enlightenment Radio. We're going to go out with Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. What an artist. What a, what a song. It's good to be king. Love you all, audience. We'll be back tomorrow, same time. Same host. This is your host, Mystic Guide. Hopefully we'll have our act together. Hopefully there'll be no more of what happened to Haraz. That's just horrible. So let's be king and think positive.